just to let you know, also, we're audio only, right? You yeah. know that. But I need you to have an active beer count. Okay. Because we have had, I have had multiple listeners saying that they want to have a beer count so they can drink along. Oh, okay, cool. So he is already, he already cracked his first old Milwaukee. Are we recording right now? It's recording. Okay. I just want to have this on the, on the wax, just so everybody knows. Beer one. Yeah, well, hey, you know what, though? You you know this as well as anybody, but when I'm ready to get started, it says, all right, let's get started. Yeah. Okay, so here we are. Oh, I didn't explain why I wasn't in class today. Oh, why were you not in class today? Pat overslept. Fucking Pat. He is usually my ride, and around, I gave it till 3.50, or not 3.50, 5.50. Yes. And I was like, I'm, I'm worried, but I also kind of think he's just asleep. Yeah. But also now it's too late for me to go. So so how do you handle that situation then? Go back to bed. I just go lay back down next to my wife and my cat and uh, and then basically uh, say, you know what? I'm going to take today off. And then I go work for two hours for Instacart. Yeah. Then I come back and I stream for two hours. And then I come back and, and podcast with you. Oh, great. Well, I, I leave between each one of these. It's good, though, that there's you're not indignant about it. Exactly. Because, you know. I mean, you know. There's no passive aggressive here, you know? No. Yeah. So I guess you're not going to pick me up today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, actually, you know what my my message was? My message was, uh, officially, it was getting gas again today. Because <laughs> he got gas yesterday. That's why we were late yesterday. Oh, to okay. guard passing day. Right. One of my favorite days in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I officially, I blame Pat. I could have driven myself in late, but I also was like, yeah. All right. Yeah. I have a busy morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, listen, uh, yeah, shout out to the 6 a.m. crew. This, this next episode, what are we, episode 18 now? Uh, 19. 19. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. episode 19, season three, 6 a.m. podcast. Shout out to the 6 a.m. crew. You guys have been putting in the work. You've been putting in the work. Yeah. I'm impressed. It's it's getting hard. Yeah. It's I mean, getting hard that's to go what to I class. think. <laughs> I've, I've been like, uh, you guys are fighting like animals. Yeah. I, I like it, but I, I hope it's not, you know, hey, I hope uh, nobody's scared. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're coming for you. Technique's been incredible. Uh, the growth of everybody. Uh, you've been doing a lot of like uh, promotions here recently. You know, a lot of stripes being handed out. We have a uh, seminar coming up. I don't know. Uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, it will have already passed. Right. Uh, it's coming up this weekend, and uh, so we got a couple of guys that are due um, for their belts, and so I'm excited about that. Can you say congratulations to them? I can say congratulations to you guys that are getting promoted. Right, but, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I know because they oh, won't listen to it later. Yeah, but I don't want to miss anybody. Oh, okay. I got there's you. other people gotcha, other yeah, than yeah. 6 a.m. crew that's getting you weren't there. prepared for that. Yeah, okay, so I'm I got prepared you. for that. But I know who in the, I know who in the 6 a.m. crew is getting their belts. Nice. So. Hell yeah! Tell me after. Okay. Actually, I might already know. You probably probably already know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All I can tell you is that it's not Luke Weaver. Definitely not. Oh, no. Yeah. If, honestly, if you gave him a blue belt, yeah. I would have to leave the gym. Yeah. Because then he would. Well, he's I, in my. Then he's in my weight. He's He's there. in your weight class. That's right. It's not. I don't. I don't you know what Don't we say could that do, loud, Pat. Jeff. You know what we could do is I can give Luke his blue belt and I give you your purple belt. No, no, no. Just give him the purple belt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can give Luke his purple belt, and we'll just give, keep you at blue. Yeah, yeah. Do okay. that. Yeah, do that. I forgot uh, I, I forgot there's no camera, so I was shaking my head vivently. Vivently? We are- Fervently? Fervently. Fervently? Yes. Yeah. So Very fervent. Uh, audio only for these for, for a couple weeks, just because we are- We got some, we got some big things coming. Yeah, we, we do have some, some big things coming. We got some big things coming. We got some pretty big things coming. Yeah. And, uh, it's well, we got some big things coming already. Besides- promotions and luke getting his purple belt that's correct what that's else correct. is what else is uh happening with you bud well nothing i mean it's just been you know it's been we, we're back on task where yeah. we're recording now regularly which Had is schedule, nice man. I love yeah this. it's i love it um so excited like i said that just you know honestly i can't say that every week is like this but recently every week has been nothing but uh you know pure joy in jujitsu yeah and so yeah. and i know it ebbs and flows for everybody 
In fact, I talked to a, a student just this last week about being in that, you know, what to do when you get into that dip, where, you know, mm-hmm. where you have your, your you know, peaks and valleys. And when you find yourself in that valley, what, what should you be focusing on? Because, of course, you know, for most of us, we're not going to quit. No. At that point, I mean, you recognize at a certain point you go up and down a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know that time is to is to like sort of slow everything down and focus, you know, specifically take on, that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Work on work on things that like just just little things like your timing and your precision and so forth. And then once you come back up, you'll be better prepared. Yeah. You know, uh, for for that uh, for that peak. I can say, I can speak from experience that it, that actually is 100%. Like I know yep. you're saying you're speaking from experience, but like sure. one, like even at a lower level, like that's weird. You burn yourself out so much as that super hyped white belt. Like yeah. not to say not to just classify or completely blanket, but that is what it is. You love it so much cuz yeah. it's this brand new thing and there's so much to learn. Sure. And I still get, I'm still like that. I feel like all the time. I still have that. I get it like that too, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, how yeah. exciting has it been to be active in jujitsu lately? And like the roles have been getting, I feel yeah, like have very been exciting. so good. Yeah. Just, it's just been like where I'm so tired and, and hurt after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like those, yeah. like the, it's just, it's. Yeah. You it, felt like you fought. But, but right? when you get into those lows like that, yeah. Like yeah. you get into that lull, like taking that time taking what you've learned from jujitsu in and you start using it in your personal life and yeah. then better your personal life yeah. and kind of take that patience. Yeah. I was just talking about this with a, a friend of mine, Youngblood earlier on the GDP. We were talking sure. about patience, yeah. like learning that and utilizing it. He, he said he really learned it through the pandemic that, sure. that shutdown yeah. because he had to. And, right. And As most of us were, yeah, kind of forced to, you know, take that time. Yeah. And in jujitsu, that's kind of the same thing. You have to learn patience after a while. So, like, if, if you can, ju- you, you can figure out that time, that downtime in jujitsu to learn how you can utilize that patience exactly. in, in real life and, and take that, that, Grace sure, people, sure, agree, agreed. Because it's going to happen on repeat. But despite the, you know that there are going to be some students that are you know at their peak and others that are in that valley. Like overall, jujitsu has just been it's just been really exciting. Um, lots of lots of growth, and and I can speak you know specifically about the six a.m. class. But I'm also seeing it in the in the evening classes when I'm in um, <clears throat> to train with those guys too and gals. Terrific work. Um, great instruction. Great, great classes. Huge classes. Yeah. Uh, my only gripe is that there's too many fucking people. <laughs> not enough room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need more room, you know, and that's that's exciting. It's a good problem to have. So. That happened recently at a guard, the most recent guard passing day. Like everybody kind of just bunched up. Yeah. In we got the like, corner. I'm like, guys, get over here. Yeah, we got <laughs> Get over in this corner yeah, over there's, here. There's space over here. Let's go use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it happens uh, naturally anyway, but when you have that many people, I can't imagine. It's like, it's like the wave pool at a water park it's exactly know? right that, like you just see it filled with people and yeah. everybody's and fluids are everywhere yeah i was, saying, I was just gonna say that you <laughs> beat me to it all right i said it yes yeah, we did it. you got it oh, man i love <laughs> but, this but yeah i mean so and that brings us to like really kind of our our you know main topic for today and that is is that um i want to talk about fight club yeah but what's the first rule of fight club you're not supposed to talk about it, right? Yeah, but fuck your rules. Yeah, fuck rules. That's right. right. There are no rules. <laughs> yeah, right? I I found this out. Uh, tickling, not on the uh, can't do it uh, sheet. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. on the. Uh, There's nothing in the rule book, pal. Yes, that's right. But boom, you're and, getting tickled. But, but the Fight Club thing also yeah, not in the jujitsu. Yeah, yeah the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. But that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Cool. Because you know what? What? We're in a Fight Club. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels between Fight Club. Yeah, you started explaining this topic to me, and, and like, and I've started thinking like, as you were explaining the parallels, I'm like, yeah, fuck, holy shit, like, are we right? Well, what's this is what's fascinating yeah. about it is that you know, of course, the movie. If you've not seen the movie Fight Club, you're missing out. Yeah, I'm it's pretty sure film. most of the people in the class have seen that movie. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe even dozens of times. But if you're point. listening, you definitely have got to see the movie because it, yeah. it's 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 weird. It's Maybe not that dramatic. Obviously, we're not blowing up buildings. Correct. We're not technically a terrorist organization, but we have a flag. We do have a flag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so... one step starts a revolution. 
it's not the weird like snake one or anything like that. But yeah. we got we got like bones on there and shit. Yeah, I mean we're it's pretty fucking cool looking it's, flag. It's pretty fucking. It's cool. pretty fucking cool. It's pretty cool. So we got you know we have a lot. There, you have to see the movie if you've yeah. not seen it. It is totally worth your time, and it's one of those movies that you can watch over and over and over again and pick something up every time you watch it. You're like oh, I didn't notice that or this you know yeah. the, it's one of those types Great of films book too. I've not read the book. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Palahniuk's uh, fucked up, man. Okay, that yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the actual fighting in Fight Club. Is yeah. really not that far off in terms of the mentality of you know. When, and the, the funny part about watching Fight Club yeah. while you are actively in a Fight Club is that you you connect a lot with these people because what it makes what the what the uh, the Fight Club actually is made up of is just regular folks who have grown complacent. We just talked about this not too long ago. Yeah, you know about complacency being the death of creativity. Yeah, and this movie is is in direct uh, response to that. To that that complacent life where you know, and not to speak of like mental illness and all the other yeah, things that go yeah, along yeah, with yeah. the movie, and as you had mentioned, terrorism. <laughs> but, but but like yeah, when we're watching that movie, we're like yeah, that's like us. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, yeah. These are just average average people. Oftentimes, who, you shave your head. Like yeah, you were saying, you, you do have, though. You go to work with a black eye, like you were saying. Yeah, like you said these things like those things are like that. Like those are the parallels we're talking about. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily the blowing up buildings and. and sure, sure. So, but it begs the question, though. It begs <laughs> the question. <laughs> <laughs> it does beg the question about you know what those people were like when they went home. Yeah. You know, we saw them in like the office environment and so forth. But people who who are in our Fight Club now, they have to deal with the same kind of shit. It is weird. Yeah. Because you know what. They, they don't actually talk about Fight Club. And you know why? Because nobody understands it. They yeah. don't understand. They, they'll they see Bob come in yep. with a black eye. Yeah. And they're like, they don't know that that dude's a, that dude's a killing machine. He's a motherfucker. Yeah, that crazy there's person. people, there's trained fighters at the gym who are terrified of him. Yeah. But at work, he's just Bob, he's right? Just Bob. He's just this guy. He's the guy that makes bad jokes that yeah. sucks. You know, yeah. what I mean? like he he never knows any of the references I make or something like that. Yeah. Somebody knows him as like that. He Bob is someone's least favorite person that they work with. You know what I mean? Like you have your favorite people you work he has with to and be. your least favorite. Like when you yeah, have like he has those, to be somebody's least favorite. And that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Like even I even thought about that sometimes. Like when I worked at uh, the office uh, in Florida, the medical office, I was like, I'm somebody's least favorite person. And that's fucking crazy because yeah. I'm a delight. Do you know what I mean? You are a delight, but you were probably more than one person. I think it was a handful for somebody. You know what I mean? Somebody was like, shut the fuck up, Pat. But you have your favorites and you have your least favorite. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, but you're. But the fact of the matter is, is this is, of course, as a fighter, as somebody that fights, you, yeah. you, everybody gets this idea that you, you, you know, when you go out into the, the real world, you know, you tend to not like screw with people because you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. We know we have that perspective, but most people, you know, don't. Yeah. And uh, and it's fascinating to think about to think about the parallels between you know the actual Fight Club the the you know the actual instance of Fight Club and how it relates to how we're actually living that life. Yeah. It's bizarre. You wouldn't put yourself in that situation. You wouldn't put yourself or categorize yourself as you know awesome as Brad Pitt, for instance. I mean, but I look but, in the mirror and I go, mm, it's pretty, pretty close. It's pretty much. It's pretty close. I have the portrait over there. I have that little Listen, his, as him as the uh, Inglorious Bastards guy. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty, it's if pretty I shave my mustache up a little, got it a looks, haircut. It's exactly. It's a spitting image. You know what I mean? It's impressive. So it's 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 all there. Listen, there's I'm a, a complete part. package, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part in the movie where uh, you know uh, Ed Norton is pulling a tooth out of his mouth. I've actually fucking done that. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, I, you know what? I if if you you may have told me that in yeah. the past, but yeah. even if not. I feel like you ha I would picture you as somebody that would have done that. Was yeah. that like a was it loose or did you just lo lose a bet? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe both. Yeah. It was I mean it got it was it got knocked loose while fighting. Oh right, yes, and you have told me. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then and I was and I I I don't remember the circumstances under which I realized that this fucking thing's coming out. Right. You know, but it, it was probably like a so dinner. So we're a regular fucking Brad Pitt and yeah. Ed Norton here. Yeah, so I'm like standing I'm like standing in front of the mirror and I pull I I'm like this thing's coming out and I pull it out and like the only thing I could do was laugh. I mean yeah. I pulled my I pulled a tooth it's out. It's got to be a little surreal. That it has was to be surreal. very surreal. You pull yeah. bone out of your head. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, from that night of fighting. You know? Yeah, the fighting was the least surreal part of your night. No, no, it was totally right. That was that was the <laughs> that normal, was the normal part. part. You're like, this is what I've been training for. I didn't train to pull part of my skull off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Uh, uh. Yeah. I would I would whimper 
I would definitely whimper. You know how like most people go, oh, you know, they wince or do that. I'll go, ah, owie. <laughs> and I pull it out and go, mm, and it, it feels weird on my tongue. <laughs> I would cry. But you know what? You wouldn't though. Oh, oh, you mean if you weren't in Fight Club, you would do that? No, you wouldn't do yeah, it now either. I don't know. You wouldn't do it now either. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd just be like, huh. I'd be like, whoa. whoa I just <laughs> I'd go, Jeff, look at that. Check this out. <laughs> that's five bucks. <laughs> Putting that under my pillow. Exactly. exactly. You, know, you know that's what kids get nowadays? Inflation. I'm telling you. These are inflationary times are, we're living are in. Are you still doing kids? Uh, are you still doing? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I not to digress, but I did just, uh, first of all, my kids have um, very slow dental uh, progress in okay. terms of their teeth. So they hold on to their baby teeth for a long time. Nice. My littlest one still gets the tooth fairy still arrives. Okay. But my older two, not so much. But my middle son has lost like three teeth recently. Uh-huh. So he's like <laughs> ranking in them dough. Yeah. Well, no, no. He doesn't get paid for those. What? Yeah, because he's older now. Oh, that's fucked up. So so wait. So you're saying because they're losing their teeth a little bit o- older. You missed the boat. No way. Yeah. Because the magic's gone. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. You should have gotten on it earlier. So if So when you pulled your tooth out. You the tooth you didn't. There's no money. Wow! I didn't know you could age out. I thought it was no matter what. The pure. I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine me going to my wife and saying, "Hey, I just pulled a molar out of my mouth. Hey, (laughs) I expect some money for this. How much do you think this is worth? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna put it under my pillow. I didn't even tell her. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Just. So wait, does she know uh, that you lost? That you ever? Yeah, tell she, her that? she knows. She okay. knows I'm missing teeth. But That's cool. you know, it's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's not like if I'm wanting if I'm wanting to like I don't know have a romantic moment with my wife. I'm not like, hey, do you know how many teeth I'm missing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you run your tongue and find the missing teeth? <laughs> if you guess the right number, you win a prize. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so, did you work a nine to five when you did that? Oh yeah. Okay, so you were living the straight up. So, wait, sure. what year was that? Oh, do you? I mean, do I you have remember. a early two thousands? Probably. No, it would have been. It would have after been, the movie. Yeah, it would have been after the movie. So, yeah. did you think in that moment, I'm just like Ed Norton? No, not wow. even a little bit. In fact, the only reason I bring this up is for two two the reasons this topic came up is there's two reasons. One is I have to tell you guys by the end of this segment what China did to the China. what China what China did to fight club oh okay okay and the other one is is it was on not too long ago and i when i'm watching this thing and i and i'm laughing because i'm looking at it from a different perspective saying yeah. huh. this really isn't too different than the people i know every how, day how crazy it was to watch because i want i remember the first i i think a lot a lot of people my age probably had the same experience where they watched this movie over and over and over. And sure, over because, it's a cult classic because it was right? great. It's yeah, just it's a, a great movie. It's just yeah. so immensely entertaining and weirdly relatable. So, like a lot of the things I'm looking back on, I'm noticing I've always kind of been drawn to martial arts and fighting and like doing this stuff. Like I've loved watching these things, and the entertainment truly shaped, I think, how I like how I wanted. I loved comedy. I loved fighting. Yeah. I loved martial arts. Yeah, and I, I like that. Those are the things I and I liked radio a lot. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure, like, of course. All of those things were like I loved broadcasting, essentially sure. entertainment. Yeah, yeah in there any, you go. In any form. So a lot of the things I'm looking back on, but like watching Fight Club, like for the first couple times, it's so surreal to me to to think that. But I'm just so immensely inner like interested in like the idea of just saying fuck it selling all your sh- that idea of it yeah. was always appealing to me of saying like oh so i don't have to work like a office job i can just go live in a house and like we kind of all just pool in our money and make wow. enough money to yeah you know now you're I mean? talking about pedigo fighting fighting club you know daisy fresh but yeah but yeah. that's what like that daisy fresh i'm watching daisy fresh and i'm like yeah yeah like if i was not married i would be trying to be it, like a part of that gym, a jujitsu hobo of like that, yeah, weird like or comedy. It would be one of the two, like this weird drifter. <laughs> I don't need it. I could do it. It's so fucking weird. I I don't care. I'll I'll throw. I'll sell this. I'll sell everything I can. Everything except for the cats and what I need to live in. Well, but listen, you know? hold on. First of all, but that's what I'm saying. Is it's oh beer number two. 
clean. Okay, so but here's the thing about that. Okay, and that is, I don't believe, I don't believe if you're really watching the movie that the that the point of it was that you were to sell all your shit and live in a dump in the middle of nowhere. But some people were that like, oh, for sure, for sure. And I'm not saying that. And and look, that that might be cult classic. That's right. That might be the type, the right type of lifestyle for you. But for most people, won't be. But what it does do is it tells you that you are not the things in your house. You're not the things that you've collected, yeah. that you are still this person and that the fighting is what brought it out. And what I like about Fight Club is that it was it was portrayed, at least it was realistic. People got busted up pretty bad, like fighting, fighting hurts. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. can and you get smacked around pretty good. But it also showed a point where where it's not nearly as. It, so when you grew up in the in the 80s or like even in the like the 90s, like martial arts films were very dramatic. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean. You had the sound stylized. of it. Yeah, it's very stylized. You had one dude that could take on twenty guys, like you know, everybody and all that took stuff. turns. Yeah, that everybody was like took turns. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. So there were like there were, it was almost like it was rules, but they, a lot of this was unobtainable. Like you could not, you were not going to study martial arts. You were not going to study karate, for instance, and beat the shit out of everybody with your karate, like Van Damme did or right. Steven Seagal did with his hapkido, and you know this stuff's not realistic. When you watch Fight Club. It felt real because they they actually had you know people that could take a punch. You had people that you know they were they were actually scrapping. And this is why I love Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because it's real. Yeah, you actually when we train, we actually go and fight. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. You, you at can, the end of every class, it is full contact. Yeah, it may it may not always be full like one like we say like one hundred percent or whatever. Given your like. While but, you're training, but you're when right. you're training for like in comp comp class, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's or different. There's certain people I roll with that I know give me that extra. Yeah, they're gonna give you the yeah the full 100 percent of like it's not gonna be we're not messing around. They're gonna give you what Greg likes to call the business. The business. Given exactly. the business. Given the business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I, I, I as it was put to me by Greg or by uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jack. Yeah. Jack said uh, he said he said put, he was putting it on me. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> put know, it on you. Right. Put it on somebody. You yeah. know, sometimes those are the people you need to train with because sure. that's and that's what it was in Fight Club. It wasn't like oh we're gonna go to a martial arts class or a self defense class. It's different. That's right. It was a different level of. There really isn't. I don't know if there there may be real Fight Clubs like that. Where full contact, maybe like bare knuckle. Yeah. I don't know if probably not. You would at least have to wrap your knuckles. But yeah. either way, that like that appeal was still there for some people. I'm sure that probably inspired some people to get into fighting, I to would martial think so. arts, yeah, mixed yeah. martial arts, because yeah. that's what they're doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah. like, look, if you guys want to move your life out of the fantasy world of Fight Club and into an actual Fight Club, they're all over the place. You can actually go and do it right now. Yeah. So, go to your local Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym and sign up. But, it, yeah, there's still no striking, though. It doesn't Don't matter. Don't strike them. But, but... If you want to get into yeah. the slap jujitsu, you can do that too. Well, I guess if you want, <laughs> it's a little bit fucking dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but so, so what you're saying is the the Fight Club element of it, like the actual aspect of it, like of like full contact, uh, actual precision fighting. Yeah, is is Brazilian jujitsu? Yeah, very accessible. Very. Throwing some judo in there, you're you're most of the way there. You can be the guy that works your nine to five office job. Nobody really knows who you are. Yeah. You know, you you lead a very normal life. Maybe you've got a wife and a couple of kids, or maybe you are the wife. You've got a husband and a couple of kids yeah, at yeah. home or whatever. You know, you pay your taxes every year. You try and like you know do the right thing. You get a little crazy on New Year's Eve. Yeah, or at the holiday Christmas party. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can go right now and sign up. For Everything. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah. and go fight. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not like what they're doing in in Fight Club is very much accessible and really only takes you signing a waiver. Yeah, like literally, that's all they were missing in Fight Club. That really- I know was a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're gonna have to sign this. And hey, you know, with the membership, you do get a free T-shirt. Yeah, you so, get, a, uh, get a free, <laughs> a free yeah. koozie or something. Yeah, yeah. koozie. Mm, this keeps my beer cold. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's and it's fair to say that if you look at the if you look at the transformation of the people inside of Fight Club, it is not too dissimilar to the mm-hmm. way that that it transforms 
people in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Once they start, you have like all of the things that, you know, the apprehension and the nerves and not quite sure what you're getting yourself into, but it doesn't take long before these people become, you know, they become sharpened, you know, they become, yeah. you know, they're, they're born again hard, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. cool. It's cool to see. You know, what was really cool to see too. Like I, 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 first of all, I am blown away to find out that the Jean-Claude Van Damme martial arts movies that I grew up on were not technically or quote, real <laughs> in your in your Look, view but i'm really sorry to we'll talk about that a little bit later. we can uh it's real I mean, later we'll talk okay about it. but i i i will say that like it's it's really it's it's kind of like the the choice in fighting like the the actual way that they fought in the movie yeah like not just like in a in like a like the choices they made for like like they sh- they shot yeah you know what i mean like they 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 went to the body like it wasn't it wasn't like just boxing it looked it looked like a fight between yeah. two people that wasn't it didn't look like a bar fight it was so you know how like everybody kind of had that appeal or that uh ideal of like a ufc like oh it's sure. just a bloodbath we were talking yeah, about yeah, that you're right right on the last episode but like there there it didn't have that thing of like oh the scene maybe when i was younger i kind of had that thought of like man this looks just like kickboxer sure right like right 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 but it wasn't you know what i mean like it wasn't just because yeah. they always just go to the face they but never they, go to the body yeah you but you know, know why though because those fights in fight club went to the ground right yeah they that's, went like, to- that's what happens in a fight right like or like they they fucking like they hit the body and when they go like that they like it, yeah. the combinations were more believable it's like yeah it wasn't just like a choreographed boxing movie and it wasn't just like kickboxer where they're going like oh <laughs> and they have these unrealistic noises and shit like sure. that. It was like the the noises that were like you know meat hitting, yeah, slapping, you know what I mean? like right, right. And there's real weird noise. You you hear a lot of like in a real fight. You guys are fucking hyped, man. Yeah, like you're both yeah. breathing weird. You got to get your breath under control. Yeah. And that's another fucking parallel. In we could do we could do a whole podcast on the sound of jujitsu. Yeah. Oh man, that would be rad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was Matt. That was Matt. <laughs> that was Matt. That was me. Uh yeah, there's plenty of times. Uh but yeah, I, I think the I think it's it's cool because you can just be somebody who like it, it if you're doing it right, if you're doing it like Yeah. Like real like you can make it as real as you want. Of course. And that's the that's the idea. And and I think that it's it's interesting to watch you know, people you know not only develop their Brazil- Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills and become you know part of that that team, but just to see their transformation as human beings, with, uh, realizing what they're what they've been missing this whole time. Yeah, the, their true potential, their true, the things, yeah. the things yeah, yeah, they can yeah, yeah. actually accomplish and do if they just dedicate their time, effort, and energy to it. Yeah, um, you can you can go do those things. Yeah, yeah, and, and then we can go blow up buildings. Yeah, well, again, Jeff, I feel like we shouldn't necessarily i was talking to the lawyers earlier and they were saying we okay. probably shouldn't go down that part of the movie okay we can shave our heads if you want shave you know, our heads we'll all shave we our can heads. pull teeth out of our mouths can, yes all of that stuff but just not the blowing up the building we're just gonna kind of even the kidnapping thing we're, we're gonna, gonna kind of kidnap people yeah we can we can put rubber bands on our own balls <laughs> <laughs> perfect but, yeah so what was the thing uh, that you wanted to talk about that happened in china okay so china just released fight club okay uh and just and, now yeah just recently okay oh. but they had to change the end of the movie right where okay i no spoilers guys no no i'm spoiling oh wait i guess i would have to spoil this what would what would the is it okay, the part I won't. I'm I, won't of? I won't spoil. I won't spoil Fight Club itself. Oh, uh, how about this? But I will tell You've you the definitely ending. Definitely seen it. I have. Yes. Every. I mean, I'm saying everybody that's watched this. If you haven't seen it, pause, pause it right it, now. Pause it right now. Right. Go watch it real quick, or at least just skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be, it'll be spoiled by somebody else. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. so right. And it, I mean, I guess the best part of the movie won't be spoiled by no, telling you, can you still this. Say it now. Yeah. So I'll say this: is that like so? As it turns out, these guys all are part of a terrorist organization who has has basically told the system to go fuck itself. Right. And they're going to do that by taking down all the major banks. Yeah. 
you know, by blowing up their buildings. Yeah, yeah, their financial centers yeah. all throughout the, yeah, the all major throughout cities. The cities. And stuff yeah, like exactly. Because this, this is all over the country. It's correct. It's not just in one place. It's all you over the country. You find this out as the movie's it's, going on. It's yeah. an orchestrated, organized terrorist attack on domestic right. soil. Again, okay. not 6 a.m. class. 6 a.m. class did not, <laughs> not have anything that. to do with this. This That's is right. Fight Club, and right, we do right. not want to do this at all. No Brazilian like jiu-jitsu fighters were harmed in the making of this film. Exactly. We do not strike. Yeah, we don't strike. We do not blow things up. Okay. So, except for one just time, just our knees. One, yeah, just our knees. <laughs> except for one time, somebody blew up the bathroom, and Greg oh had to God. clean it out. Yeah, yeah, that happens. But hey, you know, that's if that's the worst we're doing, and we're not doing that to your bathrooms. Yeah, just, just uh, homeland. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway, so in China, though, when they released the film, they changed it, and all they did was like run one of those title cards at the end to explain what happened at the end of the movie, and the end of the movie states that. That Tyler Durden and his gang were sub- were uh, found out by the police right before their <laughs> terrorist attack, and taken down by the you know uh, by the People's Army awesome. of like China or whatever. Do they still show the dick part? I I don't know. I thought that was going to be the part that you switch. I thought that no, was, but that would have been awesome. I swear to God, I I was not familiar with the fact that they had that they had switched it to that. But the the fact that I thought you were gonna say at the end they didn't show a penis real quick they showed a vagina or something. It would be great if I could tell everybody that that is probably one. I mean that there's some dude's junk is my favorite part of a movie. Yeah. But that part was like it's one of my favorite parts of that whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I yeah. cannot. No, be- no. It, I don't, and I can't speak to the. I can't speak to the to the injection of of male genitalia yeah, into yeah. the film, whether I, or not they edited that or not. I think not. that happened after that part anyway. So they're Did probably you hear me like, say edited did, did, did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna good. go over it. Do you want me? To- <laughs> no, no, just keep it. Okay, it's good. perfect. Uh, no, but I I think they I think they have the. Like I think that part is after the the bank's blowing up, so they probably have no 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 that part that. that part's way before that no the penis the penis part the actual one that you see in the, oh oh the yeah oh, oh at the end of the film yes yeah, yeah. at the end of the film so yeah oh, I'm sure that's already gone yeah. yeah that's gone I thought yeah. that was gonna be like the state says no penises statement yeah. <laughs> well, wait, no penises there <laughs> or it was just a different penis you know what yeah. I mean like so I <laughs> it's like a Muppet penis yeah <laughs> <laughs> like a stand-in Muppet penis yeah they're just like you can make it but it's gotta be a cartoon penis something like that. Just like a talking penis. Right. Hey, kids, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Tyler Durden's crew was caught by the police. <laughs> like the like the cartoon from Jurassic Park, but as a little penis. <laughs> you ever heard about dinosaurs? Well, we, kids. <laughs> well, that was a crazy ride. <laughs> Tyler Durden learned his lesson and apologized for blowing up all those, I mean, no, none of those no, buildings. Man, he never blew up those buildings. Oh man, that would be that would be a more acceptable outcome than the them just putting a title card that says the end. By the way, uh, the police won. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> what? did. Yeah, I mean, and right, and of course, don't they, ever try to rise up against the state. <laughs> but that's what it. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's fascinating to me because, of course, the majority of the people I I feel very confident who have watched this in China have already seen a pirated version of Fight Club. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, so it's they know the end of it. it. That's 1999, I think. 1998. Yeah, somewhere around like that, there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's got to be you know th- at this point you you know they I'm feel confident they've already seen it yeah. and I just man I would I don't know if you would if you'd want to watch it just for the spectacle of seeing the the or Chinese government it. change yeah or even read it because it was a book beforehand or they read may it. have read yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, you're right I I don't know if like I don't know how if they think they actually got one over on everybody. But I'm learning this a lot about like like the names of movies. Like Captain America wasn't allowed to be called Captain America. Like and weird things yeah. that they're making to to to. But when you're actually actually editing the art, not just like the title of the movie. Sure. Because you, you can say Wizard of Oz is you know crazy lady turn, finds color place. <laughs> <laughs> lady, lady gets killed by a witch or yeah, lady flying tries, monkeys. Yeah, yeah, flying monkeys show or whatever. Right. <laughs> Uh, but whatever you you can call it anything, but the movie can still be the same. Like I really do believe that you can call it anything you want. It does change, maybe it w- does if people want to see it or not. But that's not necessarily the art's fault. Like the Tom, there's a Tom Cruise movie like that that they had. <laughs> no, I swear to God, they, they called you. it the Day After Tomorrow. And yeah. and when you hear that that name, you're like, that sounds stupid and repetitive. Like, it sounds stupid as fuck. I'm never gonna watch that. Okay. They changed the the cover of they couldn't change the name of the movie like for legal reasons 
but when they released it on like to rent it and stuff like that, digital and stuff, sure, they changed the title card to "Live, Die, Repeat," because there's like a bunch of people. You know, you all hear it all the time. Dude, I watched that Tom Cruise movie, and that was fucking good as shit. Yeah. Dude, that Live, Die, Repeat is yeah. good as shit because Live, Die, Repeat sounds cooler than The Day After Tomorrow. <laughs> right. Starring like Tom a, Cruise yeah, this, and Nicole Kidman. Right. It sounds fucking weird and kind of just played out. You've far and away. In a, yeah, far <laughs> and away. The Day After Tomorrow. Live, Die, Repeat is exact. And, and I'll tell you what. It changed my perception, like uh, advertising of it, branding. Just branding, yeah, changed it, you yeah. know, like because it, so so you can change it, and it it would it would change someone's want to see it, but that's, but the art yeah. itself is the same. I liked it just as much when it was uh sure, and your opinion changes over time yeah. too. But that's the great thing about Fight Club is that my opinion never changes. You could watch it, you could have yeah. watched it in 1999, and you can watch it again today, and you'll still feel exactly the same way. And even if they lose at the end, people will still be motivated enough to try. Like yeah. even if you change it and you say the state one at the yeah, end, they're so like, watch yeah, out. but I know where I can do it better. That's right. You know what I mean? And that's gonna inspire other people. So watch out, China. So look out, China. You just you just released a demon. <laughs> I'm idea. kidding. If you're listening to this in China, we are not advocating <laughs> that's for not you. A, that's not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a threat. It's just we're just having a good time. China six AM is not going to blow up China. It's not good. even a little bit. Nope, not nope. even a little bit. All we're gonna do is just do the fighting part of Fight Club. That's right. That's the part that I'm we okay like. with. I'm yeah, perfectly fine to, to going and, into any of your countries and fighting your people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's the best part of the UFC. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's the truest part of like that's an international fight club. Yeah, that's where everybody gets to come. But you got to talk about it because you got to get those pay per views. Well, see, you know, in the in the one of the other things that were like the parallels. I don't want to like because I don't want to no. spend too much time talking about this. Dude, but come on. But like you know the the camaraderie of this crew. You know they they kind of like they're they're people that don't know each other. They yeah, get yeah. together and they're all kind of like you know and they're fighting and they usually like take care of one another after they beat the shit out of each other, which is typical. Mm -hmm. But then there's that one scene where where you know Ed Norton like beefs the shit out of that guy. Yeah. And you know and you're like that's the you know that's that moment in the gym where you're just you know you for whatever reason like somebody's got your got your goat and you're like i'm tearing them up yeah <laughs> you know today's the day today's the day because that's what it was because it was that was not like it wasn't like oh i'm just impulsively doing this this right. was premeditated sure he was going into he took that fight yeah that kind of thing so that's kind of the thing of like no no, no why don't we it's not it doesn't mean that that happens a lot no it, no there is, no it only no. is a one occurrence but you're but right it's like, like the parallels are shared uh, like just emotionally. Like, sure. There's that kind of sure. feeling of like, I want to show everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, and, and in our class in particular, not everybody's sitting there watching everyone. And there's no one, you know, yeah. I there mean, is it, no spectacle to it, but right. it has that feeling of that kind of thing of like, yeah, today, yeah, let's go. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, I, I, I think the, the, when you explain that topic to me, I love the parallels that shot through my head already. And I was just kind of like, I wasn't excited in the sense of like an unrealistic thing of like I was like I was joking about early about being Brad Pitt, but it's not that far off. It's really not that far off. It's really not that far yeah, off. Yeah, I agree with you. Like now that we've talked it out, I'm basically fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. I'm at least the you, dude from- Did you just say you're fucking Brad Pitt? Dude, come on, man. <laughs> Do you want to get on the fucker? Come on, man. Mm. He's single now. Come on. Okay. Look, man, keep it down, okay? I'm I might edit that one out. I wouldn't. Maybe I would. Yeah. Look for it on the cover, Does people. Brad know? By by this time, I can already congratulate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I also don't take my shirt off for movies anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you ready to get into uh, possibly what may be happening in the world of What's happening tonight? in the world of jujitsu? Yeah. yeah, let's do this shit. What I want to talk about was the, the who is number one fights here that came out here with, uh, with uh, uh, Pedro Moreno and uh, Craig Jones. Okay, and so Craig Jones lost again mm -hmm. here recently. He's lost two fights in the in a row. Um, oh, and also one two uh, advantage, right? Uh, the, well, it was the I wouldn't call it an advantage, but they just it was a, a refs or a judges decision. Judge decision. Yeah, judges decision came by the last time because you know the you know there, just there was no action in the in the 
it, anyway, it okay. just happened. It wasn't it wasn't that exciting of a fight. But apparently, and I didn't see this one. I just read about the the actual fight that happened here this time too. We actually had about ten minutes of hand fighting, Ooh. and then and then there was a guard pull. So this is not a vote for guard pulling, kids. <laughs> Craig Jones pulled guard against Pedro. Pedro passed his guard temporarily. Uh-huh. Craig regained it, but then the fight was over, and the fight went to went to Pedro. So did he he passed his guard not for three seconds, or he passed his guard? Well, he passed it for yeah. I mean, he passed it legitimately. Okay, so he got so and you don't get points for regarding. No, yeah. No, so yeah, that no, sucks. No, fuck. Well, and hey. also on the B team, uh, uh, Nikki Rodriguez lost to to Elder Cruz from Checkmat. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, so this is just interesting to me because both of those guys, of course, uh, you know, Nikki and Craig are, are from B team, so they're now they've now left you know the Danaher Death Squad and they're on their own. And here's what I'm here's what I'm wondering about is that a lot of these fights now are not as action-packed. I don't know that. And then the question comes up in, in the gym and stuff where we're talking about these things is, is that are they, you know, are they meeting their matches skill-wise? Yeah, is, it, is it their fight, their new fight club, is, yeah. is it working out for them? Yeah, is it working out for them? Or, or you know, what is, what's causing these, these sort of like, you know, they're, they're dull matches compared to where they were, you know, yeah. what they were doing. Is there like a lack of confidence that's going in here, or are people be, are their opponents more skilled now and they're figuring out? I think part of that's yes. You know, yeah. some of the you know quality opponents that you're going to find, they're going to be working really hard on dismantling your game and seeing what they can do to to counter that. There's lots of super talented jujitsu fighters out there and ground fighters in general, and so they're going to take this opportunity to have a fight with you. They're going to try and dismantle your game, or it could be them training with these new people. Or, they're, they're focusing right. on new things, and they're not as good at those new things. That Possibly, you know what I mean. Like that's what could, I'm asking. I asked the question. I, I don't know the answer to it because that's really that's the, I, I I'm not always like I'm not like a, an eternal optimist, but I I am a I'm a half eternal optimist. You know what sure. I mean? You know, yeah. maybe a nocturnal optimist. Maybe at nighttime. That's the I'm, only time. I just need to ask the question though. Please. You know, uh, Mexican ground karate uh-huh. is funny. Yeah, but Danaher Death Squad is like. Serious. intimidating yeah right. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah anything it could be it could be mexican death squad it could be you could be anything you know what i mean like mix them something that like might that. get a little sensitive you think so i think so i don't know i think mexico has a lot of problems with death squads to begin with oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah the whole cartel thing yeah yeah, yeah. also 6 a.m crew is not interested in getting into any cartel business we no we don't do drugs we don't no thing well well, anyway, <laughs> well, but I, I think Don, Donaher Death Squad is you got the alliteration, you got death. <laughs> I like that you said the alliteration. <laughs> Donaher Death Squad. No, no, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't you get have, that with Mexican Death Squad. <laughs> no, no, you don't. That fucking stupid <laughs> suggestion that whoever had. <laughs> it's it's true though. Yeah. Is it is is like the demise of the Danaher Death Squad? You know, there's more alliteration. That's right, knuckles on. That I one. did that right. Yeah. I said the word right twice. That is great. Yeah, you did it. You did it, Pat. You're right. It, I mean, has that? Does this have like a negative impact on like how they're approaching their competitions now? I mean, part of my thinking is is that you do you're you're going to be going up against people who are who are actively pursuing the uh, the opportunity to dismantle your game and show yeah, yeah. everybody that they're dismantling your game. And so you're going to start playing a little bit more conservatively. Yeah. And the last fight that Craig was in, I really have to say, like, again, there's no criticism of, of either fighter. However, if you take away one of Craig Jones's like, go-to A-game uh, submissions, which is the heel hook, and you say you can't use it, well... yeah. I mean that even if he's got plenty of other great submissions, which I'm sure he does, if you put that in his head, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Now yeah. he's not even like working out of that position. He's not working for that position, which would open up other opportunities. You've got you. You're pretty much you're pretty much you know. Yeah. Poisoning the well, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's a great comparison because you're you're almost like in their aspect. There's their their game is already shot. Sure. Like they don't feel like they're at a hundred percent immediately because right. they're they're their main thing. It, that would be like it, it's almost like <clears throat> it's kind of like them having, like I said, it's them probably focusing on other things and they're not as confident in those things. 
So it, even if even as simple as that, maybe it's not necessarily, oh, I can't. I'm, they're harping on, I can't do this, I can't do this. They're sure. like, okay, I have to do this because I have no other options. Right. They're, you know what I mean? That probably really, it could really limit you. And that could be with uh, the pressure of being out, each one of them being out on their own kind of, you know, because we talked about that. Of, yeah, I mean, of, there's po- it's of possible. the team splitting up into those yeah. things of, like you said, maybe, and I know at least in my personal uh, experience, anytime I feel like I'm particularly, uh, a role is very inactive is when I'm being uh, overly defensive or like I'm not being first a lot of times. That's when, but right, those are oftentimes the ones that I don't get submitted in. Right. You know what I mean? But they're boring. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? like, so yeah. so yeah. They, they feel in control, but they really don't have they don't have uh, the control yet. Correct. And you I think I mean? it's and it's you know, I think that it's it's one of those things where you get to this we get to this point in um, in and everybody's been there in jujitsu where you're in that match and you're like, I could I could risk it right now. Yeah. And then I could get submitted. But I'd rather, you, you know, I'd rather not. I'd or, rather not get submitted. I'd rather let this go to the end. And I think we just, we have to, like, find a way to get past that. So we've come up with a theory. Okay. Okay. And we want to try and, and, and Chris, I'll give Chris credit for this one. I like it. Is that, you know, his suggestion was if there's a draw in jujitsu, okay, nobody wins. Everybody loses. Yeah. That's, yeah. I thought, I thought, I kind of always feel, yeah, you know what? Instead of everybody wins, everybody loses. Like yeah. You, yeah, both of you. So you both get a loss. Yeah, it's not a no contest. It's not a draw. It's not a yeah. It's you did not succeed in the mission, and that was to defeat your to opponent. To win. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you get a loss. Two loss. Yeah. Hell yeah. Extra yeah. losses. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. Can you get those back with a like a? How can you get a extra win though? So do you, you have just, to add yeah. a? You have to add a win even when you don't win. How does that work? What do you mean? Uh, I think if you throw, if you successfully knock somebody through a table, a folding table on the side of the the ring, win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, <laughs> you're disqualified, but technically on your record you get a win. Because it <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> if you go like, you know how like they always like chase them off the mat. I saw one recently where they these two ladies, uh, gra- uh, grappling match or whatever. Sure. And they were they got to the edge of the thing and they fell off and it was like a raised thing. Yeah. And but the lady had grips when she did it too and like sure. she was like think she hit her head i don't know there was funny music with it but it didn't look too funny (laughs) it's not funny it was one of those things where i'm like but like in my case where like we went out of bounds or something like that Mm -hmm. and it was hilarious when the guy he it looked like him chasing me (laughs) around the thing yeah if you play that in slow-mo if you get laughs i feel like that guy gets a win that like instantly not that i don't get a loss but he gets a win the match is still oh okay gotcha but he gets a win too (laughs) (laughs) if you can get a laugh (laughs) then you get a win yeah yeah so i I think those as long as we have the extra points for wins we can take those extra points okay fair enough Uh, away yeah 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 i was like like if you collect enough losses you can redeem them for one win or something so so officially in six (laughs) (laughs) class we get l's if it's a draw yeah yeah, I, like it. It, I I think I am going to I'm going to think about this some more, but I I'm pretty sure I'm going to say if you don't get the win, if you don't get the definitive win, whether it be by points or by submission, then it just counts as a loss. Okay. Yep. You've lost. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Take it. Swallow it. Call me in the morning. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking doctor now. All right, well, I guess that we should probably get into another segment. Before that, did you have anything that you wanted to... I did. Beer number three. You're welcome, everyone. So, uh, I think it's time for a little thing, since you're nice and lubed up, that I like to call... Ask Ask a a Black black belt. Belt. Big day for Ask a Black Belt. We got back-to-back questions from one motherfucker. Wow. Are you ready for this? Hit me. All right. This is our young... Baby, uh, one more time. This is our young lad that likes to listen out there. uh, Young Joseph. Oh. If you remember. Listen to Joseph. Yeah. Little little Joseph. Little Joseph. Up past his bedtime in his footy pajamas. Listening to the 6 a.m. podcast. With his feet up. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. He's got a little little bowl of popcorn. He's ready. He's ready. He's got a hot cocoa, and he's ready to hear hot this cocoa. filth. 
<laughs> ready to hear this smut come out of your mouth. His, his first question. Yes, is, first question. Is if you, Jeff, could have any, or if you could have changed one bad habit or training method early in uh, your BJJ career with uh, knowing what you know now. Yes. What would it be? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would not have spent so much time on my back. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I would have. Ah. Yeah, I would have. I would have worked on a passing game way, way earlier. And even if it was just so that I, I could be introduced to the concepts of, of uh, passing, so that like when I was ready to start really exploring those, that I was doing it more proactively. My, I think that it's. I think that when you and we all do do this as jujitsu practitioners is that we have this. I I prefer my back over. I prefer you know being on top, or I prefer you know guard play versus passing, or I like gi versus no gi, or whatever. We all have these like preferences, and it's usually related directly to what you're having the most success with at the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I really like—the thing that works for me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like my—it's my favorite, and yeah. I think it's the best. That's the best thing in yeah, the in it's jiu-jitsu. The best, yeah, the best in jujitsu is closed guard. I'm a that guy. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, I'm a this guy. Right, oh, yeah. right, and and you know, the, I think the the reality is is that for you to be to be to be a good uh, jujitsu practitioner, is you have to be. You have to be skilled in all of those components. You yeah. know, you you have to have an answer for it. Um, and it's not that there aren't people that are better at it, but that it's just the fact that you know you know how to handle these situations. Right. And and I think that if I if I had to choose, if I had to go back in time, I would say, okay, you've got some you've got some natural ability in your closed guard position. Mm-hmm. It seems to be something that may, that feels good to you, and you should continue to explore that. But let's get up because I can say now, as uh, from my perspective now. It is really important for you to be on top. Yeah, I would. It's agree. important to be on top, and and if you're going to be on the bottom, you should be working to either submit or sweep your opponent so that you either finish the fight or get on top. Yeah, because it is not a bottom, good stalling position. It's not a good stalling position. It is not. It's not. It's not. I think uh, uh, being somebody who is oftentimes on bottom, I don't know if I necessarily prefer it, but I oftentimes am. I think I'm too comfortable there. Mm. That's what I think. That's my issue. Well, and here's in that I'll give you my perspective on yeah, this. Yeah, is that oftentimes um, when, as an instructor, when you are rolling with students, you will start, you will start on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you'll either sit down to guard or whatever, and allow your opponent to come to you. Okay, and it does like you do get to the point where in the beginning you're you're very complacent with that. I mean, it's not a it's not a dangerous position for you to be in because normally that student, if they're brand new, doesn't know what to do with you inside of the you know getting out of your guard and so forth is really yeah. a complicated task but right now in 6 a.m especially you guys are fucking animals and the last thing i want to do is actually sit down into guard yeah like to concede <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah every yeah. time i do this i'm like i'm like it's getting more and more dangerous every time i do this where you know i i'm i'm just gonna start these matches from, from it feels more vulnerable for you yeah, I, yeah. I do feel more i feel more compromised the the more we get to this and which is which is great for you guys speaks volumes about and for you, you know, that's your that's a success on your part well, because you. you're obviously that, pushing but, us to that level you know what i mean i, I I hope I have some part in that, but you guys are really like again. I, I, you know, the the praise for the classes that you guys really put in the work. You guys are consistent. And you're there all the time, and you're training hard, and it's paying off. When we wake up on time, yeah. When you wake up on time, <sighs> some names will not be mentioned, but yeah. I mean, when when you guys are in, you guys are you're 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 killing it. So I, anyway, so that's the answer to that question, little Joe. That's awesome. Wonderful. Joseph uh, has uh, one other question for you. Um, he just wants to know, is it true Joe Stetter has a nicest butt in jiu-jitsu? From Anonymous, he says. Ah. Uh, oh, I wasn't supposed to say. From Anonymous? Yeah. Yeah. It's not from. It's from Joe. I think that it's. <laughs> <laughs> I said it already, so. <laughs> okay, so so from Anonymous. Anonymous, I will address you directly, and I will say this. It, this has to stay between us, yeah. okay? Don't tell anybody. Yeah, I prefer Shh. if you not tell anybody. Um, because everybody else, turn your podcast off right now. Don't listen. Don't listen to this. Uh, Joseph Stetter, if you don't know him, is a bit of an enigma. Okay, uh-huh. um, he's a mystery to most. Okay, he. Uh, I think it's it's Best indisputed in that he has the nicest behind in all of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Wow. Yeah. Even more than me, Brad Pitt. Even- <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got the yeah. finest tuna in town, I'll yeah, tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, I'll tell you. Let me tell you. Woo, woo. That guy's got some crisp tuna. Uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, yeah, he's got those little cans. I love it. But you're so so. Speaking of his little cans, best butt in jujitsu, you say? The problem is uh-huh. the problem is with Joseph Stetter is it's very rare, if ever, that you're going to see it. Why? Because he's usually on top of you. Oh no, I'm too comfortable on bottom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I should yeah. be more comfortable seeking. Yeah. His so if on the bottom. if anything yeah. anonymous, I'm going to assume that you're a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, at the very least a fan, but hopefully a practitioner. And that my best piece of advice for you is that if you hope to see it, is that you need to start training right away and working really hard on taking the back. Okay. Okay. You want to see you want to see the now, you want to <laughs> see the finest ass in all of jiu-jitsu. Uh-huh. Start working and take the back. You know what? I, I'm glad that you said that because that's something I've already been working on, seeking the finest cake in town. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Pat, huh? Pat, huh? Pat, yeah. What's on your turntable? My turntable. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I think, I think I talked about it on the show. I know, I know, we have talked about the band on the show before. But, okay, sure. Uh, I don't know if I talked about actually doing this or not but i'm i'm starting from this the the very beginning of bad religion okay from full length albums not just the hits this time and i want to really the hits <laughs> i'm going deep dive yeah deep and dive. i'm trying to find uh my favorites of the because i have my favorite no effects albums i have my favorite descendants albums favorite bouncing souls album i have so many bands that i know my favorite albums of theirs sure theirs i don't know why i said that weird theirs but I've and I love Bad Religion, and I know, I thought their entire catalog, but I haven't even scratched the surface. I gotta get in there. You do. I gotta gotta dive deep. Get in there. So I started from the very beginning, and I suggest you do the same. Okay. How could hell be any worse? How could hell be any worse? By Bad Religion. Yeah. That's what I did my report on today. (laughs) Bad Religion is a band from California. (laughs) Felt like I was doing a book report. My name is Patrick, and I did a report. On, no, uh, I ba- did my report on uh, the a very seminal band. A very semen. Um, uh, ver- wait, hold on. Uh, bad, <laughs> bad, bad religion. Bad religion. And <laughs> my dad listens to them a lot, and I like them because they're fun and they are loud. They are loud. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I. It's it's their first uh, full length yeah. album. Yeah, it, it's. It's remastered. The one on Spotify is the one I listen to. It's sure. not technically on my turntable, but Thanks. I. <laughs> 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 you don't have to tell anybody that. <laughs> I'll edit that out. No, I uh, I I listen to it from uh, from uh, stem to stern. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that, like uh, speaking of hits, I found out that like most of, like some of my favorite, like think. Uh, uh, of the era bad religion you know sure. what i mean there's there's no fat on this album it is it is pure. it really is true that's if, true if you like it's like if i i don't think i knew i've always known them as the old those the old punkers they're all they're oh, all, them. those gray motherfuckers <laughs> they're just pissed off about government stuff and yeah I, you know what i mean like this was like this was the punk rock that uh, this is the bad religion that like bands that I love like discovered saw live sure discovered yeah, you know in, like in love yeah. and and like that that's the kind of thing of like I I to have a full album of just that energy and that angst and that kind of like to find out one of my favorite punk bands is a really 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 cool yeah. punk band yeah not just like uh what I I it's changing the way I view them it really is. And yeah. not and not in a negative way, I should say. So well, I think that would would have been obvious. But. So if you're if even if I highly suggest this album because I think it's I personally think this album from 1982 is incredible. So you should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but do it with a, another band that maybe you would like to do a deep dive in a band that you like to. I, I agree. I, yeah. I, I, that's a double suggestion. Yeah, yeah. So double what about, suggestion. What about your? Turntable. I did air quotes yeah. just now. I guys. actually have a turntable, though. Oh. Well, uh, well, what actually was actually on your actual turntable? <laughs> 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 what were you listening to, buddy? Uh, 
Paint It Black. Oh, okay. The Are band you for- or the song? No, no, the band. Okay. Okay, so obviously I'm sure it has some homage to the Rolling Stones song, Paint It Black, but there's a band called Paint It Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure they're from New Jersey. Okay. Okay. It's a punk rock band. Um, it's It verges on hardcore. It's terrific. You, you listen to, um, uh, if I had to make an album suggestion, New Lexicon is a great a great start for you. There's only, I think they only have three records altogether. Terrific, terrific band. Terrific music. Okay. So that's that's what's on my turntable. I don't have too Philadelphia. much. Philadelphia. Oh, it Phil, like, oh. I was say it was either going to be Philly okay, or yeah, New yeah. Jersey. So Philly it is. Yeah. It's basically Jersey. It's basically New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, Philadelphia. Wow. Excuse me. Thank you. So, Paint It Black. Yeah, out of Philadelphia. There, I, I don't even think they're a band anymore. Um, but uh, at the time when they been, it wasn't that long ago that they were a band. Great records. I don't think I realize. By the way, you you have personally named on your turntable bands that I have heard of probably for years and probably years. yeah, and like and maybe and maybe have actually heard too. Like it's kind of like those like again like comps or like songs that you made. Oh, I know that song or whatever. Sure, but like. All quality. Yeah. And, like, I didn't realize how many of them were just from even just this area. So Yeah. Like, and, like, and, and you being in bands in the past and stuff like that and, like, going around, even to just going to shows and stuff like that. Yeah. You probably had, like, saw a lot of these bands, I, what I would say, much like I was talking about Bad Religion, and, like, some of their, like, like uh, I don't, it's a weird term, but, like, their grimiest <laughs> prime. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so, for sure, yeah. I like, saw them at their, like, yeah, at their rawest. Their, their yeah. best like talent wise in like some of the shittiest venues correct i mean like closest you were closest to right and it makes sense that like a lot of these bands i bring up are from like the tri-state area because this is where i grew up and so right but like these i'm from hearing hearing about them in florida that's what i'm saying is like is like they're actually there's like when you're in the scene in the club (laughs) when you're in the scene (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like that it's it's bigger i think it's bigger than i'm I realized even when I was younger. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool connection that like Paint It Black is a band that uh that I've been familiar with at least. Of course. Most right. of my yeah. life. You've been introduced to them. You know you've heard songs of theirs on And you're suggesting them and I may listen to them for the first time now. So that's pretty that's awesome. I that's a great suggestion. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So if you want something you want something to like, you know, get you get you amped up and be like, man, this place is fucked, then listen to Paint It Black. Yeah, and then go fight in a club. Yeah, and then go fight in Fight Club. In Fight Club. But yeah, don't talk on. about it because you Shh. don't talk about Fight oh, Club. Oh yeah. Guys, don't listen to this episode. Yeah. Don't listen to it and <laughs> we're not supposed to be talking about don't this. talk about fight club Gosh, jesus Jeez, it's the least. first fucking rule yeah <laughs>